Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for another week. Thank you for this cool Monday morning. And uh, Lord, we again uh, thank you for allowing us to come together as the body of Christ and um, just kind of recalibrate ourselves, take a deep breath and, and focus on you, um, not the abundance of work that we have to do today, but we just really focus on you um, for the next few minutes and just ask your Holy Spirit to be um, heard, that we can reduce the noise and clutter that we could hear your Holy Spirit this morning. Thank you for Justin. ask you to bless him and his uh, family and his business. Um, and again, Holy Spirit, we just ask you to speak through him words that are uh, that are encouraging to us and equipping for today, Lord. We love you. Amen. Justin Amen. Wolfenberg, welcome back. Thank you for leading again, my friend. My pleasure. Uh, a great way to serve among fellow PSBers and leaders uh, in our city. What a what a what a gift. Mm -hmm. So thank you. So I, I, as always, I like to be. You know, I'm always inspired by Jesus being provocative and challenging uh, okay. in the way we do it, and not as warm and fuzzy uh, as we'd like him to be. But one of my goals this morning is to try to talk you out of being a Christian. Uh, I think this this path of being a Christian is so challenging. Mm. Um, and I think we underestimate the cost of how hard it is to follow Jesus. Mm. And I, I sometimes wonder, it, it is the price we have to pay worth it? Uh, and we see Jesus many times in his ministry. He would just lay forks in the road for people. Uh, to try to see if they were in or not. He was unapologetically, if you think of the rich young ruler story where he comes and says, uh, you know, sell everything to follow me and lets him walk away. Yeah. <laughs> or if he has large crowds of people and he will say, if you're not willing to die for me, you're not worthy of me. And everyone walks away. It was yeah. pretty, not fairly, not an unusual move for Jesus to make, to put a fork in the road for people to find out, are you in or not? Are you willing to pay whatever price you may have to follow me? Mm. And, uh, and, and I, I think walking and following the Lord is in lots of ways, we don't have the persecution that a lot of the church in history has had. So we don't even really know often, are we in or not to follow Jesus? Mm. And um, so the verse I want to read today, but I think there's other ways that this can play out in our lives. Um, James 4, 1 through 7. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desire for pleasure that war in your members, your lust and do not have, your, you murder and you covet and cannot obtain? You fight and you war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Adulterers and adulterers. Might have just lost you a second, Justin. I will pray that the Holy Spirit gets our connection going again more grace therefore he says god resist the proud but gives grace to the humble therefore submit to god resist the devil and he will flee from you and it goes on with many good things and i i uh i often feel as in the room i'm probably one of the 
the bigger sinners that are there. Uh, as Paul would say, who's the worst among you? And I often feel it must be me in the room. And I remember when I first became a Christian and I was so on fire for the Lord and exciting and I had such a passion and zeal for the Lord and would tell anyone what I've learned and experienced. Uh, but I lacked a lot of maturity and humbleness and softness like uh and I was really blessed to be on staff at Crossroads. And if, if you're familiar in the city, Chuck Moore ended up being my boss by God's grace. Mm. And, and so at this point, I was about a year and a half into my marriage. And I was you know, reading the Bible every morning. I was leading ministry stuff. Uh, I was not doing getting drunk anymore. I was not using porn. My life had somehow come together in so many ways, except for the fact that my marriage was falling apart. I had no idea what was wrong. I felt like I was doing everything right, but my marriage was crumbling before my face. And I remember going into the office with Chuck and saying, Chuck, I don't know if, if I'm gonna make it. And there was like a tear coming down my cheek. And, mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I can't, I don't know what's happening. And, um, and he looked at me, he goes, oh good, this is what I do, I help. I help guys figure this stuff out. And I said, oh, thank God. <laughs> the next two and a half years mentoring me. And what he would have me do is he would have me journal and he would just have me journal whatever I was thinking unedited, <clears throat> which was pretty ugly. And I would come in and read that journal to him once a week. Wow. And he shepherded me through that next two and a half years and taught me how to be a father and a husband. And I had, and still do have so much to learn. I remember him telling me once, he goes, Justin, you, you know, you have for every, you need to apologize seven times to your wife for every one time she needs to apologize to you. And I mm -hmm. said, I can't be that much of a jerk. And he goes, <laughs> but it was really a gift to have someone help teach me. And I, I remember being in meetings with him and I would come out of this meeting, we'd have a big meeting and I was all on fire and passionate and vigorous. And I was like, man, I crushed in that meeting. And he'd pull me in his office and he was like, you need to write an apology note to Margie. I said, what are you talking about? I was awesome in that meeting. I helped her see all these things. He's like, you don't realize you're like a bulldozer stamped on her feelings. Da, 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 da. And I'd have to go back to my desk and write an apology note. And he'd come back and say, that's not good enough. I don't really sense you're really sorry, you know? And I, it was very humbling for me to, to have to do this thing and, and kind of submit myself to Chuck, my, my boss. And, uh, but it was incredibly so helpful for me to refine some of the rough edges that I had around me. And I, uh, and I wish I could say it was so easy for me to die to myself in these moments, but I feel such a, you know, that it talks about that war and the fights come from this desire and passion inside of me. I think it's more difficult for me to say the words, I'm sorry, I was wrong than it is for me to run a marathon. And when we think about things I've done or accomplished in my life, the hardest things, the most difficult things in my life are for me whenever I have to say, oh, I'm sorry, or I'm wrong, or I have blind spots I don't even realize, or I, I can't, I don't even know all the problems I have and I need help in some areas. There's some things I'm just good at and there are lots of things I'm not and need good at. Um, <clears throat> I remember another time when I was on staff uh, at Crossroads and they came and they said, we don't, you're not leading this ministry well enough. We want to switch roles. The guy you're leading, we're going to make him your boss and you're going to now submit under his authority. And wow. this guy was a friend of mine. 
And so it was incredibly difficult. Inside, I had just so much anger and frustration and burning and justification of why this was all wrong. But I felt the prompting of the Lord to just saying, just submit, just submit. And, and I went to my friend Paul and I said, you know, you don't want me around, I'll leave. You know, I don't want anything. I want to only be a blessing to you. And, and that started an incredible friendship for us to live and work together. And I grew a lot. I learned a lot about who I was and some of my blind spots and so on. And it is also kind of uh, works in my spiritual walk. I come from a German, you don't express your feelings kind of, I may be worshiping, but it'll happen in my heart. You surely won't see it in my body. And it just, uh, it was just kind of how I was. I didn't know, you know, whatever. It's just who I was, not super expressive. And this crazy thing happened a couple houses down from us, this older African-American couple, Wilbur and Erdley, they were gray hair, moved on our street for about nine months. And the uh, Wilbur would walk the streets seven times every morning. And finally we encountered her and ran into them and we met them and talked to them. And they had this crazy story. They'd been to every world revival that's happened in the North American content. They traveled the world. They were unbelievably fascinating people. And they said, we're missionaries and we don't know what our assignment is, but we think we have one here. So we got to know them and know their story. The next night I went to Shelley. And I said, my wife, I said, I think we're supposed to go down there and ask them to teach us how to worship. And um, she was like, are we invited? And I said, no, but I think we're supposed to go. <laughs> if I don't go right now, I'm going to lose courage. <laughs> you know, God bless my wife to follow me on these crazy things. So I went and knocked down on her door, on their door. And just the kind of people they were, incredibly prophetic kind of people there said, oh, we were expecting you. <laughs> <laughs> so it was me and my six children walking in there. And uh, we sat down and I said, I think I'd like to learn how to worship from you guys. I, I, I feel all bound up in my white middle-class deal. And, and I was like, yeah, we can come back later and do something, give you some time to think about it. And she, and, and she was like, no, we're going to do it right now. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know if I'm ready right now to do this. <laughs> she put on some uh, uh, worship music and, said, you know, get up, get up, start dancing, start worshiping. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I'm sweating under my armpits. I might vomit here, you know? And uh, I mean, she was like, raise your hands, raise your hands, you know? And I put my hands up about my shoulders. She says, I know, raise them, get them over your head. She's screaming and yelling at me, you know? My kids are like, like having no problem. They're completely unglued. You know, I'm having a mess of a, of a deal. And uh, it, it was, but I, something happened in me at that moment where something came unlocked and I'm now much, I'm far from free, free, but I'm way more free than I was. And I learned a lot about spiritual worship in these seasons. And I just, I've just learned that there is, I mean, I like to sit and listen to podcasts and learn things. It's fun, fine, but it doesn't, what really has changed me in my life is when I've chose to submit and sit under someone and be humble and be like, here's the mess of who I am. I want you to tell me what to do. I'm going to do whatever you tell me what to do. <laughs> Those have been the most transformative pieces and times of my life. I had the same thing recently. I, well, 
Yeah, about the last two years, I was trying to bid jobs. As you guys know, this is not an easy gig to learn. And I was losing money on these things and hurting my family. And so I went to Ron, a mentor of mine. And I said, Ron, I'm the next three bids, I'm going to sit down with you and I'm going to do them with you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was painfully humbling and incredibly good. And I learned a ton about who I was and why I undervalued myself. And I mean, it was just a mess, but I needed that help to be submitting. And this is something that just doesn't go away. We just got some family counseling uh, with our with one of our, our daughters that we were having a really hard time with. And we were, it's a long story. I don't have time to go into the whole thing, but I knew I needed help. We needed help as a family. And we went to this, we, and we got involved in this program and got some good help. And uh, she was super helpful. Uh, the lady, Tori, who was leading this was, you know, we would say, hey, this is how we're handling things. And she would say, that's not going to work. <laughs> That's yeah. not the right way to do it. I'd be like, I was aware of that, you know, <laughs> help me, you know, see how to do that, you know. And so she was super helpful in the sense of me doing that on and on and gave us some great feedback. And she was super intense and, and, and really challenged me to apologize to my daughter and my children. Uh, I was not leading my family as well as I could have. And I needed some help in this whole arena. <laughs> Uh, and and I, I just found that for me, a way of life, and I, I really try to believe uh, that was so difficult for me, a way of life is mm -hmm. God opposes the proud, but blesses the humble. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, uh, I think it's, it's in the word. And so it's true, uh, but, but I find it's so difficult to do. And I find it's often rare in the kingdom uh, people will subtly admit their faults or whatever, but will we submit to God? Will we open up our hearts? Will we lay down? None of us were dealt the full deck, right? We've been given strengths, but plenty of weaknesses. And the question becomes on our walk, will we humble ourselves? Will we not just think about our problems or hate ourselves for our problems, but will we put them out there? Will we lay them down in front of other people unashamedly? and say, here's who I am. Will you help me? Yeah. Will you help me walk in this way? Yeah. Um, that's really kind of a question, I think is a fork in the road for us. I imagine each of us could identify something in our lives that's not going the way we would love it to go. Yeah. And the question becomes, will we submit? Will we open up? Yeah. Will we humble ourselves? Do we actually believe that is true? Yeah. That God will bless the humble, but oppose the proud? And I know which side of that equation I want to be on. Uh, but I think as Christians, we un underestimate the cost of dying to ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and we will rationalize and think about and, you know, focus on all of our strengths and good, which is good to have. But what does it mean to die unto ourselves, to humble ourselves, to open up our lives, the mess of our lives? And I now, I now give that back. I've got office hours that I use. You know, I just got off a meeting. I I use the 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. time to, to meet with other young men and fathers that are trying to walk this way and give back what I was received um, from Chuck and others along the way. Um, so it becomes a way of life where I'm now giving that back and continuing to do that. I still meet with older guys uh, and open up my life to them. And my rule of thumb is what is the one thing I don't want to say right now that I'm so embarrassed about? And that's what I choose to say, because I know that's where the fruit will come from. So good. Um, that's where growth will occur. Good.
That's good. Justin, I just, while you're speaking, I, I just Googled submit and it says accept or yield to superior force or to the authority or will of another person. And we talk about trust a lot is finding people in your life that you trust, um, people that you know them and you trust them and then to submit to them. I think that's a, I think that's a, that's a great message for me this morning. We don't live as leaders. We don't live in a, in a culture where submission is um, sexy. And yet the word of God says, um, obviously that that's what I should do. And so again, I find it convicting. That's a, that's a great message for us this morning and difficult. It is really, it is really hard because of my ego and my pride. So definitely some, some things for me to work on today, Justin. I appreciate you. Uh, will you pray us into our, the rest of our Monday? Yeah, Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you. You don't let us have an easy life, Lord, that you desire our heart to die to ourselves, as painful as it is, Lord. And I pray for us, God, whoever, if there's a prompting right now of a place we're supposed to die and be humble, Lord, I pray we follow that. We don't just ignore that prompting you've put in our heart right now. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well done. Love you guys. Have a fantastic Monday.